0: Hello, my friends. This is April 8, and I welcome you to my Songs and Stories podcast. Take a second today to subscribe, and you'll never miss another song or story. Today's story is the second one in a series about Mookie and his magic egg. If you haven't heard the first one, episode 59, well, you might have a listen to that one first. It will make this one a lot more fun for you. All right, here we go. I like to start out all of my stories with a special little song that goes like this. Oh, time-bound travelers, lay down your cares and rest your bones. And I'll tell you a fairy tale. That I have come to know. And now it's time for our story. Episode 60, Mookie and the Magic Egg Story 2. Now Mookie might have been standing in the basement of the same old house that he'd lived in almost his entire life. But he could not believe what he was seeing. He glanced over at his best friend Larkin, who had an expression of wonder glowing across his face. His mouth was hanging open, and his eyes were wide with amazement. And Mookie figured he had the same look on his own face. It wasn't just that the egg he'd been carefully tending for weeks was beginning to tremble like it would hatch any second. It wasn't that his sweet puppy, Shamaya, was wagging her tail so hard that her whole body was swinging back and forth. Mookie's grandpa had caught her by the collar to keep her from jumping on everyone. And it wasn't that his school friends, Jimmy and Sander, had come flying over on their bikes all the way across town when they'd heard about Mookie's mysterious egg. Mookie was glad that they believed him. And it come over, of course. But what Mookie really couldn't believe was that there was a real, live fairy standing on Jimmy's shoulder, peering at this inexplicable egg with them all. Like a real fairy. She wasn't a trick of the light or a character from a cartoon on TV. She wasn't a doll or a moving toy. No, She was a tiny, magical, living being so close to him that he could really see her quite clearly. Mookie thought that she seemed a bit like a bird or like an insect. She was so small and so alert, only really she was nothing like a bird or an insect. She felt ancient and wise and yet fresh as spring with her quick, bright, grass-green eyes. And there she was, in Mookie and Grandpa's dusty old basement, staring at this mysterious egg, just like the rest of them. She was very lively, moving and talking, with a voice that sounded like a bell. In fact, she was asking Mookie a lot of questions. Mookie, tell me, who else knows about this egg? she asked. Well, Mookie and Larkin looked at each other, and they said at the same time, "'Only the people in this room, right?' And then they nodded in agreement with each other, and they said, "'Yup.' And then Larkin remembered, "'Oh, yeah, and my mom.' And they both nodded at each other again, and then they nodded at the fairy. "'Exactly how long have you had this egg?' Mookie looked at Larkin, and they both said, "'About two weeks.' And then they nodded at each other and they said, Yup, two weeks. And you found it in your chicken coop, she asked. Mookie and Larkin both looked at each other and nodded and said, Yup, it's bigger than any egg I've ever seen, said Jemmy. It couldn't be a chicken, said Sander. I have seen an egg like this before, said the fairy. Once, it was an awfully long time ago. Mookie's grandpa looked carefully at the fairy, and he said, Well, now, I have a feeling that that was a little bit longer ago than anyone in this room can imagine. (laughs) Yes, said the fairy, it was. And just then, the egg began to rock back and forth, and everyone stopped talking. First, there was a little crack in the green and blue speckled shell, and then there was another one came the sound from inside the egg, and everyone looked startled. Maybe it is a chicken, said Sander. And just as that thought flashed across all of their minds, a long, green claw, sharp as a knife, quick as lightning, reached out from inside the egg and neatly sliced the whole shell in two revealing exactly what was in that egg. This was no regular egg of any sort, for there, before them, as dangerous-looking as any newborn baby could possibly be, was a small and startlingly alert dragon. "'Oh, that's a Chromanian dragon,' said the fairy, "'just as I had feared.' Why feared? asked Larkin, looking concerned. They are exceedingly rare, said Faith the fairy, and very valuable to some. We need counsel before word gets out. I'm afraid we don't have much time. Everyone looked at the newborn dragon with concern in their eyes, and Mookie was glad they were in the windowless basement, where unfriendly eyes could not possibly see in. And Sander asked, Mookie, how in the world did this rare dragon egg show up in your chicken coop? But Mookie didn't answer Sander's question. He was too busy looking around the room at all of the concerned faces. And then Mookie looked down at that little dragon with its fierce claws and its brilliant golden eyes gleaming up at all of them. And he said, Well, this worried room isn't exactly a warm welcome into the world for a rare and wonderful baby. And then he gently reached out his hand to the small, bright dragon. Its sharp claws receded into its paws and the cold silvery scales of its body turned a warm and gentle orange right before their eyes. Mookie was about to reach down and pick him up when his grandpa put his hand on Mookie's shoulder to stop him. Put these on, Mooks, he said, and he handed Mookie leather gardening gloves he'd pulled from the basket of gardening supplies on the shelf by the basement steps. Good idea, said the fairy, So Mookie slid on the heavy gardening gloves and then he carefully reached down to let the dragon sniff him. When that went all right, he gently reached under the baby dragon and lifted it into the crook of his arms, just as he did with Theodosia and all of his dear chickens. The dragon was heavier than a chicken and warmer. The dragon looked up at Mookie, golden eyes glowing, and he turned the same color as Mookie's sweatshirt. The baby dragon sighed, and then he pooped a little squirt onto the basement floor, and he went right to sleep in Mookie's arms, just like newborn babies do. Well, <laughs> even the fairy laughed. The puppy, Shamaya, padded over and sniffed the dragon with her soft wet nose. She put her foot on Mookie's, looked carefully at the dragon, and then she placed herself as their guard. As silly as she was, she seemed to sense that this situation needed her attention. Grandpa got out the mop to clean up the mess. Now, after everything in the basement was sorted out, Mookie's grandpa invited everyone up to the kitchen for a little snack. Larkin and Sandra and Jimmy went up first, carefully closing the doors and the curtains from prying eyes. Well, the little dragon drifted in and out of sleep all afternoon. Hatching out of that egg must have been a lot of work. Mookie's grandpa had a tiny baby bottle left over from feeding some bunnies he'd found abandoned in their mulberry tree a few summers ago. Settled around the kitchen table, everyone took turns feeding the newborn with this tiny bottle, handing around first the leather gloves and then the dragon. The little dragon's scales changed color each time it was passed into new arms, always matching the lap it had nestled in. The puppy, Shamaya, sat quietly at the feet of whoever had the dragon in their lap, gently wagging her tail. Sander began to sing a little dragon lullaby to himself, and after a while, everybody joined in. Sleepy little dragon, da-da-da-da-da-da-da Sleepy little dragon, da-da-da mm-hmm. It was peaceful around the table Each person there sitting in the wonder At having a sleeping dragon in their midst But after a while Mookie's grandpa looked at the fairy. What did you mean when you said we needed to seek some counsel? Uh, whose counsel were you thinking? And Jimmy agreed. Yes, I've been wondering about that too. Well, Faith had taken up a spot in grandpa's house plants on a shelf near the kitchen windows. Grandpa had a green thumb and his plants were vibrantly green and the wee fairy felt comfortable relaxing in his enormous fern. Well, Faith the fairy looked thoughtful. It's a good question, sir. Yes, it's a good question, and I've been thinking about it ever since I saw what we were dealing with here. She said, nodding at the sleeping dragon, and then she went on. There are a lot of good questions to be asked, actually, and I know just the person we need to ask them to. Mookie? I'm wondering if you'll come with me to seek counsel with the wise one who lives deep in the woods of Hawthorne Grove. "Well, yes," said Mookie without hesitation. "Well then, I'm coming too," said Larkin. "Can we come too?" said Jimmy, pointing at herself and Sander. "Well, yes," said Faith. "You can all come, but we'll have to be quiet about it." And, she said, looking to Mookie's grandpa, I'm wondering if we can keep this little baby right here with you when we go out. We don't want anyone to know of it. The safest place for it at this moment is right here in your house. And just as she said that, a little noise at the window could be heard. It was a very quiet sound, like a sudden intake of a breath of surprise. But somehow, even though it was very quiet, everyone at the table still heard it. And even the baby dragon, who'd been softly snoring on Sander's lap, woke up. Well, the fairy flew quick as a bee up to the closed curtains and peeked around them out the window. But she saw nothing. Whatever it was, or whoever it was, Was gone. Well, that settles it, said the fairy. The sooner we go, the better. (music) Snip, snap, snout. For today, my tale is all told out. Come back next time and I'll tell you some more of the story of Mookie and the magic egg. And next time, I promise you won't have to wait nearly as long. (laughs) Thank you for your patience. Now, if you'd like to know how Jemmy knows the fairy faith and you don't already know, well, you can listen to the very first episodes of the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast, Jemmy and the Birthday Surprise, and those first few episodes are where they meet each other. Thank you for listening to the April 8 Songs and Stories podcast. Subscribe today and never miss another story. Now, the very best places to follow me and my dog, Roxy, are on Instagram at April8SongsAndStories and and on Facebook at April8 and on my blog, April8.com, and that 8 is always spelled out E-I-G-H-T Please share the April Eight Songs and Stories podcast with your family and friends and take a minute to write a review to help other parents find these stories for their children. Until we meet again, remember, I love you and you are wonderful, just as you are right now. la 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 la